what is real unity? As Christians, what are we united to? Can we pledge allegiance to a country? And as Christians, should we overlook petty things to truly be unified? We'll discuss that and more on The Theological Patriot. After watching the State of the Union address, which in many ways is a monarchical pageantry show, that really the only thing that is required is for the president to give a speech to the Speaker of the House, and it's about it, that sometimes you'll see the president hand a speech to the Speaker of the House and the Vice President, and then that's them fulfilling their duty, and then they give this long speech that is in many ways unnecessary, but has become kind of a a pageantry show. For better or worse, that's what we have, and it's one of those things where sometimes you feel like you wasted an hour and a half of your life listening. But I was able to give to listen to the State of the Union, and it left a whole lot of things lacking. I mean, there were a lot of broad descriptions given. There was a lot of words used. There were some words that were fumbled, which has kind of come to be expected with the president, that his his gaffes have become legendary, and that they're sometimes that show of deterioration, but they can happen to anybody, and it was, he did better than I expected, but one thing that he spoke on that seems to be really contradictory to his actions is speaking on unity that he talked about you know how we need to come together that we need that we are the United States that we need to um, fund the police that we should have this one vision but Whatever you look at the president's actions and the actions of his party, there's not a whole lot of unity that is being pitched. That it's 
you agree with us or you're a racist. You agree with us or you're some kind of phobic. You're transphobic, you're homophobic, you're whatever phobic, non-binary phobic, that you are against the people that, you know, there's us against them, this us against them mentality that you don't agree with me and so I can't associate with you. Or whatever. And honestly, there are some times that it gets pretty frustrating to always have people say it's us against them. It's I, I can't be around somebody that doesn't agree with me. Or somebody that will tell me I'm wrong or whatever. Whatever it is. That it's those kinds of people that are really the root of the issues. Because if we can't come together on things, if we can't look over flaws in our thinking then we can't really be united. Because if you're not willing to be around people that have different views than you, how can you really know that what you believe is accurate, is true? One of the things that I love about my wife, but there are times that it is frustrating is when she is willing to call me out. When she is willing to tell me that what I'm saying doesn't make any sense. But the problem is, it makes sense in my mind. And if it makes sense in my mind, then I think that it should make sense to everybody else. But it doesn't. And sometimes I can get frustrated with that. But I still love my wife. I'm still very thankful that she is willing to do that. We are still united, even though we may not agree 100% on every single aspect of life. that we we have we have differences but that's how God made us that's how he designed us that I have family members that I have disagreements with but that doesn't mean that I don't love my family members that we can have discussions And there are times that I have to bite my tongue. But we can still have discussions. We are still family. I still love them. 
that I have friends in church. We have, we come from different perspectives. That I'm more reformed, they're a little less. But we both approach things from the scriptures. And we can base what we believe on the scriptures. And there are times where we have to agree to disagree. And that's okay. As long as we are united in the gospel. That we can have discussions about certain aspects of theology. And we can come to different conclusions. But if we are not willing to look over our disagreements that are not heretical, our disagreements that we base on the scriptures, if we're not willing to discuss them and in some ways hash it out and be willing to say, hey, I know what you believe, I know what you're saying, I disagree, but I can see how you would come to that conclusion based on the scriptures that we're discussing. That it can make me question what I believe and make sure that what I hold to is actually based upon the scriptures. That I'm trying to be as close to the Bible as possible. That I'm, I try my best to not let my background and my traditions influence the scriptures. Now, there's definitely aspects of my theology that are not necessarily 100% based on scripture. They're not contradicted in scripture, but they're not maybe not spoken about. And that's one of those things where I can have a disagreement with somebody. But we will still hold to the essential doctrines. When it comes to the divinity of Jesus, when it comes to Jesus being born of a virgin, the inerrancy and infallibility of the scriptures, that Jesus is the only way of salvation, those aspects of theology that we would call closed-handed, closed-handed issues are ones that I would not um, I would not unify with someone who disagrees with those. That's why, you know, I'll, I could do some community service with a Mormon, but I'm not going to call a Mormon a brother or a sister in Christ because they're not. Because they disagree, because we disagree with the divinity of Jesus and their belief that you can get to heaven 
by doing certain works and going on mission trips, things like that, that it's based on works, that it's not by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, not of works, that I cannot earn my, my way to heaven, that we disagree on that. So I would not call them, I would not unify with them theologically. But if it comes to cleaning up our community, if it comes to things that are not theological, yeah, I would unify with them because as I would unify with them as an American, as a member of the human race. But theologically, we would not be in sync at all. That where unity fails is when I'm not willing to look at things that are not essential. Because I have friends that are a little more liberal, that are that have different views when it comes to politics. But I see their I see their life, I hear their testimony, I know what they believe theologically, and I can call them out and they will call me out if there's something that we say that may not line up with the scriptures. And that's important to have. Whereas with theology, I may call somebody out and say, you know, you say you believe this about Jesus. This is what the Bible says. And if they say, well, this is what this other book says, then the conversation's over because whatever they have to say, they're not going to base it on the scriptures. And if something's not based on the scripture, when it comes to theology, it has no footing. It is shifting sand because these other books can go through changes. That what I claim to believe about Jesus, if it's not based upon the scriptures, then I need to change. I don't need to try to change the scriptures or write some other extra biblical book to try to make what I believe a part of the Bible. Because the scriptures have not changed. My views have changed. My thoughts have changed. But the scriptures have not changed. The James tells us that the flowers, the grass withers and the flowers fade, but the word of God is forever. That it will not change. We're told that there will not be a jot or a tittle, literally the smallest part of the Greek or Hebrew 
alphabets, these letters that can, these little notches that can make a letter a, something completely different. That we're told that these little tiny notches, that the smallest part of the scripture will not change. It will endure. Now, yes, there are different translations, but I can take what those translations say, and if I want to know what the authors meant, then I can go back to the the Greek. I can go back to the earliest manuscripts, and I can look at that. I can compare that with what a translator said and try to get an understanding of what John was trying to communicate, what Matthew was trying to communicate, what Luke was trying to communicate, what Paul, what anybody, any of the authors, that if I go back to the original languages, I can try to piece together exactly what they were trying to say and check the accuracy of these translators. So the scriptures do not change. The meaning of the text does not change. And it's my job to try to approach it in the closest way possible. To understand what was the author trying to communicate. And so in those aspects, I cannot, I won't differ with someone that is a true Christian. That we may come to different conclusions based on our backgrounds, based on our traditions. But what we should be doing is basing it upon the scriptures. And if we do that and we still come to different conclusions, then I'm okay with having those differences. But what is the most important is being willing to have a different opinion than someone else. Because none of us were created to have the exact same opinion on every single thing. That's not how God created us. It's okay to have different opinions. And that's how we are to be as citizens of the U.S. We're not meant to view everything exactly the same. You won't find that in a family. You won't find that especially in a political movement or a political party. But if we can rally around the fundamentals of the Constitution and what the Constitution says as the basis of our country, we can stay strong. But when we start to change 
the Constitution. When we try to interpret the Constitution based on our culture and not what the founders said, that's when we fall into liberalism. That's when we fall into what we're at today. When you fall into authoritarianism. So I hope that we can have true unity, that we can come together as Americans, get back to the Constitution and that truth that all men, women, and children are created equal. That it doesn't matter what your skin color is. It doesn't matter where you came from. In the United States of America, we all have the opportunity to better ourselves. We all have the opportunity to be better. We're all given a shot. Yes, some of us have to work harder than others. But we all have the freedoms to work hard, to better ourselves, to do our very best to better ourselves in every single way possible. But we have to be willing to keep each other accountable and we have to be willing to call each other out. We have to be willing to accept criticism and to not call everyone a racist who disagrees with us. If we can get past these petty politics, we will grow as a nation. We will get better. We will truly become what our founders desired. And we can truly be the United States of America. That is my hope and that is my goal. I'm Jeff Rubidoux and I am the Theological Patriot. that we're told that these little tiny notches that the smallest part of the scripture will not change it will endure now yes there are different translations but i can take what those translations say And if I want to know what the authors meant, then I can go back to the the Greek. I can go back to the earliest manuscripts and I can look at that. I can compare that with what a translator said and try to get an understanding of what John was trying to communicate, what Matthew was trying to communicate, what Luke was trying to communicate, what Paul, what anybody, any of the authors, that if I go back to the original languages, I can try to piece together exactly what they were trying to say and check the accuracy of these translators. So the scriptures do not change. 
the meaning of the text does not change. And it's my job to try to approach it in the closest way possible to understand what was the author trying to communicate. And so in those aspects, I cannot, I won't differ with someone that is a true Christian that we may come to different conclusions based on our backgrounds, based on our traditions. But what we should be doing is basing it upon the scriptures. And if we do that and we still come to different conclusions, then I'm okay with having those differences. But what is the most important is being willing to have a different opinion than someone else. Because none of us were created to have the exact same opinion on every single thing. That's not how God created us. It's okay to have different opinions. And that's how we are to be as citizens of the U.S. We're not meant to view everything exactly the same. You won't find that in a family. You won't find that especially in a political movement or a political party. But if we can rally around the fundamentals of the Constitution and what the Constitution says as the basis of our country, we can stay strong. But when we start to change the Constitution, when we try to interpret the Constitution based on our culture and not what the founders said, that's when we fall into liberalism. That's when we fall into what we're at today, when you fall into authoritarianism. So I hope that we can have true unity, that we can come together as Americans, get back to the Constitution and that truth that all men, women, and children are created equal. That it doesn't matter what your skin color is. It doesn't matter where you came from. In the United States of America, we all have the opportunity to better ourselves. We all have the opportunity to be better. We're all given a shot. Yes, some of us have to work harder than others. But we all have the freedoms to work hard, to better ourselves, to do our very best, to better ourselves in every single way possible. 
but we have to be willing to keep each other accountable and we have to be willing to call each other out. We have to be willing to accept criticism and to not call everyone a racist who disagrees with us. If we can get past these petty politics, we will grow as a nation. We will get better. We will truly become what our founders desired. And we can truly be the United States of America. That is my hope and that is my goal. I'm Jeff Rubidoux and I am the Theological Patriot.